series one was. Yeah. It was critical in setting up what we have now, like you said. You know, you wouldn't have got ten, you wouldn't have got ten, eleven. You know, wouldn't have had the fiftieth anniversary without series one. And now we're making a steady march towards the end. When I wouldn't call it a steady march, <laughs> I would call it a slow crawl downhill. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I I like the what's coming up next. I, but... I would call it, it it's Leonardo DiCaprio on ludes crawling out of the golf club <laughs> to his car in the Wolf of Wall Street, and everyone think and him in his mind thinking it's fine. Yeah, that's the BBC. Yeah, that's Doctor Who now. And then the what reality of what actually happened? Him like smacking into yeah. other cars and posts <laughs> yeah, and stuff exactly. like that all the way. Well, this is our first non-film podcast, but something we've been wanting to do for a little while anyway. That's right. We, um, well, I think it's only fitting that we, uh, our first television show podcast should be Doctor Who. The one that we like the most. Exactly. We, <laughs> we, we it's, it's, our, it's both of our favourites, um, it, we, I guess you could, well, I guess you could say we bonded over it because we were both fans of it before we even met. And That's true. Yeah, worked together. Yep. Um, in fact, I've, if I remember, <laughs> because I saw this Facebook as a Facebook memory the other day, and it was, it was like um, when a customer catch, or, 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 or maybe it wasn't a customer. It was, it was something like when, when someone catches you at work looking at page three of the Sun. <laughs> me and you were both stood at the end of the bar looking at page three and from some from a third party point of view it would look like we're just standing there staring at, Gorping. at the boobs yeah. like a couple of pervs yeah and they were like oh and they were like oh look at you two looking at page three oh typical pathetic men and we were both like yeah yeah no we're yeah we're looking at we're looking at the boobs yeah yeah, yeah we're the, at the... we look at each other just like yeah yeah women yeah yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah page three yeah. Yeah, yeah the article about doctor oh. who at the bottom <laughs> But pretended that um, that that we were in fact looking um, at the topless lady. Um, so that says it all, really. Yeah, I think that's a good summary. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. I mean, again, we do tend to agree on on quite a lot of things um, with regards to Doctor Who, with with some very minor, um, probably differing opinions. Yeah. So I don't know how um, uh, how much of a debate this is going to be, really. No, I don't um, know. I don't know. We'll, obviously, we'll touch on all the episodes, but for the formatting of this particular episode, we said we'd go for talking about our favourite story slash episode. Yes. So it could be like, uh, you know, it could be two episodes um, or it could just be a single single one. Yes, we agreed that a story um, is uh, can be two parts. Um, so a two-parter is is one story. So you can have a two-parter as your favourite um, episode, hmm. if you will. Um, so yeah, well, I t- well, shall we shall we just sort of discuss the series in general 
first and then we could we could like vote on what our favorite story is and what maybe what we think is the worst story yeah yeah we'll do we'll do best and yeah, worst yeah um, best and worst yeah best and worst yeah and then ratings yeah yeah um so as a whole mm. obviously we have the we have the luxury of hindsight now we're on uh, what are we up to season 13 or 14 for total so looking back all the way to one yeah you have the luxury of being able to look at the other um, the other series and kind of compare but the, going back to the first one um, as a whole because obviously I've, over the uh, you know course of the, the years I've watched single episodes or stories like quite a lot but watching the whole thing the whole way through obviously it took me back like take me back to the mid 2000s because mm. it's very much a product of its time Oh, absolutely. Um, especially the first series, I think. And we are, you know, unfortunately old <laughs> enough to remember very well and clearly when it was airing on yeah, television. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it is. I mean, yes, it is dated. Um, but then, in a way, I guess all of Who is kind of dated. Oh, yeah, it, I, mean, I think so. Like, I think that's part of its its charm and its appeal like yeah. it's not supposed to be taken super serious yes you know it's, exactly uh, it's got some serious themes but you, every time you can't just be like well it's got to be grounded and gritty it's got to be you know uh, fantastical sci-fi all the time it's really is quite like a, a good mix i think that's why it's done so well for such a long time mm. and with this reboot I feel like they did a little bit of everything, but not everything came off as intended. Right. Um, a lot of a lot of it, you know, especially looking back, might have been okay at the time. Some of it hasn't really, uh, hasn't hasn't like kind of stood up. And a lot, a lot, some of it was bad then. Yes. Some specifics were bad then yeah. in two thousand and five. Yeah. Um, and they still are bad. Like didn't age at all, didn't age well at all. Yeah. So, yeah. But then there's uh, also the other end of that scale where uh, it's you know it's it's drama. And if you took out the characters of the Doctor and Rose, it would still be good drama. Do you know what I mean? Like say if they were just if it was just different characters and this thing was happening, it would be that would be just good sci-fi and good drama anyway. But yeah. it's even better because yeah. it's Doctor Who. Yeah, if they were, if 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 each story was just a one-off hmm. um, sci-fi adventure that had nothing to do with, yeah, some of it the, would be it would be yeah. good yeah. anyway without the You're Doctor. Right. But it's 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 only made even better by the fact that it's it is Doctor Who. Well, that's so. what's such a great so so great about Doctor Who is is you know it it can do anything and go anywhere. It's not it's not constricted by um a, a format um no. you know it it can it can be a, it can be about time travel it can be about um space exploration it can you know it, you can have historical episodes you can have um base under siege episodes you can have time travel episodes you can have i mean you can i mean you can do anything yeah literally and, anything uh, they they try and go a little bit here a little bit there a little bit everywhere with the first series they do. Obviously, it's they do. um, it's uh, I can't remember how many years was it eighty. 
nine, I think, was the last TV series. You're, yeah, it was def- Yeah, you're. It was. Then definitely, you're looking at yeah, ninety four, ninety five for the, the, film, the movie. The... Ninety six, I think. That's it. Ninety six. Sorry. Yeah. And then yeah, back in two thousand five. Yeah. So, you know, it'd been a good fifteen, sixteen years since they'd been able to have it as a serial, as a as a series. Yeah. So, and I I see coming into it prior, I'd, I'd really never seen Doctor Who before. Right. 2005 only in like clips or like right. red nose day or something like that yeah. do you know what i mean yeah and uh, i didn't realize that it, the old uh, original series wasn't the same format as the 2005 single right. episodes 50 minutes i see what you mean or yeah. two two 50 minute episodes yeah. you know as one series yeah i guess um so I always really thought that that was how it was, but I was very wrong. Yeah, the, the original is uh, <laughs> a I, lot I, different. I mean, the classic, classic Who stories are literally the length of films, long films, split like, into yeah, like five h- half-hour yeah. episodes. Um, but I think this formatting really helps. I agree, it's better. It's better. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, with that, you know, we so with. Which is, um, he might it might not necessarily be your favourite because I I think there's a difference. But would you say that Chris Eccleston in that case is your doctor because yeah. he was your first? I think so. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he he's my favourite doctor. We're gonna start off there as well. Yeah, he's my favourite doctor. Yeah, um, for reasons we'll get to in a moment. Yeah, but the. I don't think it's necessarily just because it, he was the first one. Yeah, that I was yeah, introduced. Yeah, to. but that yeah, he doesn't have to be your favorite because of that. But people say, oh, that um, some people say that their doctor is the doctor who they grew up with. That's true. But that isn't necessarily their favorite. He was just yeah. the current doctor. When so they uh, were... yeah, I would I'd agree with that yeah. statement that uh, Eccleston is my doctor. He's your doctor yeah. and your favorite and my favorite. Yeah. So. so my doctor is Sylvester McCoy because. I remember watching repeats yeah. of his um, when I was a kid. Nice. So he was the first Doctor I knew. Mm. Um, I mean, he's not my favourite. Okay. But I would he he if we're going by the sort of who was the Doctor when you yeah. first discovered Doctor Who? Yeah. Then I would say that he was my Doctor. Yeah. And that's just aged me uh, massively. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. Yeah, so Chris, but Chris is your favourite. The ninth is your your all time favourite. Yeah, yeah. The ninth is my yeah. favourite. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I I I completely understand that. Mm. Um, so we start with the the first episode. Really, where else can you start? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So okay. As well, in terms yeah. of uh, introductions for for both characters, because it's unusual for you to uh, have um, an introduction to to both. I mean, how many times does that happen? I think that happens twice. Might be three times. Um, oh, hold on. You're, well, you, you, my, my memory's going back now. Um, I think pretty much every Doctor, apart from Paul McGann in the movie, yeah. inherited the previous companion of the previous incarnation mm. so yeah you're right I think that was the first time we had a new doctor and a new companion 
introduced. Like in, you'd never seen either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I could we could be wrong, but yeah. Um, well, certainly in in the series. Oh yeah. So um, so yeah, this was this was a first. So yeah, with um, you know, with uh, Rose and the Doctor in this starts off about Rose. Yeah. It's not even about the Doctor. Yeah. Which you know, usually uh, in series after series, um, series one is. It's more about oh the doctor's just started a regeneration or him starting off on a new adventure and then and then we get to meet the yeah and then we get to meet the companion but this time it started with the companion yeah and I don't know about you but that does get a bit tiresome for me after after a while what about the the doctor yeah and... the whole episode is like him just like being eccentric and. I just think I think yeah you can have that yeah but also get on with the story <laughs> yeah you know I yeah I understand that as well where it's because um, obviously like I said we're kind of coming up to like 14 15 series now yeah and uh, yeah it's a little bit I mean, we what numbers this in terms of the new series she the fifth oh yeah so in terms of the fifth, so it'll be we'll be coming up to a sixth time that they have to do the old oh it's it's a new face but it's the same person but it's not yeah and then yeah, get and yeah, then get yeah. into and get yeah. into learn the quirks uh, yeah don't get me wrong I like the whole like all picking out an outfit yeah. and oh yeah, um, yeah and you know the re- redesigning the TARDIS all it's not. a staple of the regeneration but, yeah but also like, yeah so but get also on get it. on with it pick pick your outfit. Yeah. You know, Marvel. At, oh, the TARDIS has changed itself again. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Do get do, but you can do all that in about fifteen minutes. Yeah. Then get on with the rest of the yeah. the story. So what I love about Rose is we're just boom straight in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a montage, isn't it? The beginning of the first episode because it's just like you got the music and it's yeah. just uh, you find it out a little bit about Rose and then it's like, like a, what, like five minutes in, maybe less than that. Like that's it. Like yeah. the Doctor turns up. And, and what a like, great introduction! Yeah, where he just grabs her hand and says, "Run!" Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. It is quite top notch. Yeah, I do like how they um, they tried. Well, they, they didn't try, but they they successfully flipped it. Uh, and this has been sort of a staple of of New Who, is that it's um, a lot of what what happens is from the companion's point of view. Yeah, um, and the Doctor becomes this much more mysterious figure. Mm. Um, none more so than in this series one, I think. Yeah. Um, and it, it, certainly in that first episode, there's so much mystery around him. There is, yeah. Because I guess for a lot of viewers coming into it, first time, yeah, they don't know who he is. They don't know Just what like it's me. about. Mm. Um, you know, they they may know that different actors have played the role before, but they're not like they're not like they don't they're not like extremely knowledgeable about like the law of regeneration yeah, and of how course. that works and yeah. stuff. Um, and this uh, this series kind of gives uh, a little bit of everything, doesn't it? Yeah. All, all the way from first introduction all the way to regeneration at the yeah. end. So it's... Um, Spoilers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Spoilers. Uh, um, yeah, I think it's, episode one is a good introduction because it gives you gives you both the the main characters and some of the, some of the side characters as well yeah um as well as a, a monster of the week yeah yeah 
Yeah. Um, you know, a bit of cheesiness, especially when they're at the the pit with the the monster. I can't remember what it's called. The Autons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, the Autons are the are the are the dummies. Yeah. I don't know what that that monster the, things. The, the blob of the, the blob. Yeah. The the <laughs> you know blob the big the bad. Yeah. Blob yeah. So you know, it gave you a bit of it gave you everything. Uh, you know, looked at the TARDIS as well. Yeah. Um, he explains right at the end, you know, because obviously he's talking to Rose, who doesn't know she is the the vehicle for the audience. Yes, exactly. So he tells her exactly what information you need to know. You know, travels in time and space, and uh, can go wherever you like. Kind of, it just explains it for the audience as yeah. well, like in a in a natural way. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. He just says it's, it's a it's a spaceship. Yeah, and it's a time machine. Yeah. That's it, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just, it, you know, the first episode, I don't think there's uh, too many better examples of the the initial episode setting it up so well. You're right. It's, you're right. It's, it's almost, almost perfect. It's not my favourite first, it's not my post, it's not my favourite post-regeneration story, but it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, I'll agree with that. It's, and also, I think what's, like, like you said, you know, because, because Doctor was a, was just been brought back and it was brand new to a lot of people um i I really like the way that they they uh, it's both a post-regeneration story and it isn't yeah at the same time they've you know they i mean he does make a few very subtle references to the fact that he has recently regenerated like he makes a comment about how big his ears are in the mirror yeah it could have been worse yeah um uh, so, yeah, I like that. Um, but we're, obviously, we've missed the bit where he's all like fainty and uh, you know tired. And right? Yeah, we have sleep. Yeah, and we haven't seen that. No, that's just all happened by himself yes, on the TARDIS. Yes, and we don't really need to see that. No, um, not anymore. Seen uh, a few times now. So yeah, um, you know. Plus, as you know, we'll we'll as we find out later, it's pretty much very much can- canon that he. Um, that he he regenerated from the War Doctor. Yeah, we don't see that. Yeah, and then he meets Rose, saves her, blows up the the the, the apartment store. Yeah, then he goes off and has a bunch of solo adventures that again we don't know about or hear about. Yeah, and then he comes back to Rose. Yeah, um, presumably. We don't know how long it's been. Yeah, him. you don't. You, that ha- happens sometime in the first episode, I think. Yeah, from what we discussed before. Yeah, you know, maybe when he, um, when he initially sees her, and he, you first in this episode and in the new series, you first see the the TARDIS. It's on the estate, isn't it? Yeah, and he he goes off, and then I'm presuming there's a few days in between for Rose. Yeah, and then like loads of time in between for the Doctor. Who, yeah, he just thinks job done. Yeah. Like you said, job done. Yes, I can and go, he's, and, he's go gone. and have adventures now. And then, you know, he comes back and you you obviously, because you, he hasn't aged or anything like that, because he doesn't, you just don't know how long it's been. Mm. Which is only something that I kind of, we kind of realised. Yeah, same. On a rewatch, probably of like the millionth time. Well, it's only because he does say in the episode, um, he, when he when he looks at his remarks about his ears in the mirror, he does say, oh, could have been worse. So that heavily implies that he's only seen himself for the first time, yeah. and that he's very recently regenerated. Yeah. However, during that 
that period of time between his visits, Rose goes and visits that guy, that like obsessed fan. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. And he has all this this these documents and their pictures of That's it. Chris Eccleston. Yeah. Yeah. But like in like at JFK's assassination and on the Titanic. Oh yeah. And all these so you think, well, hang on a minute. If he's just regenerated, how has he had time to go to all these places? And but then we, but then we, we kind of figured out, or you figured out that um, when he, he gets in the TARDIS, when he after he first sees Rose, yeah, could then have been, could have been hundreds of stuff. years in between. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Could um, have been months, years, anything. So yeah. he's he's obviously gone off and just thought job done. But then yeah. after a bit of time, thought I'm going to yeah. go back. I mean, yeah, it's a bit, yeah, as you say, it's a bit cheesy. There's a few things like the 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 dustbin eating Mickey and um, <laughs> the and the the plastic know, replica. And the... Yeah, that and and yeah, and and it is a bit cheesy at the end when I think Rose like swings down like Tarzan on. A oh chain yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a bit, yeah, it's a bit. Um, there are it's a bit hit and miss, but then you know back then. Back then, say it like it was decades ago, but well, it was. But, it now um, is. <laughs> God, it just makes you feel old. Ago. But you know, it was back then. They had, you know, this was the Saturday night, seven o'clock or whenever, mm. um, the prime time show. It had to. It, it it was very much still a family show back then, and, and oh, yeah. with with no other purpose than to entertain kids and adults alike. There was no politics. There was no, you know, gender or identity or or, or um, socio socio political politics. No messages. I mean, there was. It was about yeah, but it was done in a subtle way. Yeah, it wasn't true, like f- you know yeah. shoved in your face. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a lot more of um, it. It'll pro- it probably had a message, but the, it was more about the. It had more to the story. That it was just an underlying message that, yeah, but they were they were general messages back then. Yeah. You know, they were like they were like, oh, the moral of this story is be good um, to the environment, be good to the environment. Yeah, the moral of this story is be kind. Yeah, the moral of this story is don't judge someone. Yeah, the moral of this story is um, things aren't always as they seem. You know, they were general moral mess- messages. Um, but now, if there's uh, not to skip too far ahead, but yeah. now if there's um, every character has to have something it has to be there has to be something about that character to do with one of those topics right exactly and it's just like they're not fleshed out characters they're yeah. just pl- they're just plot points or yeah. bullet points about their yeah about now their... it's like oh this this is specifically um about climate change this is specifically about donald trump this is specifically about uh, you know gender rights or whatever it's just, it's it's constant now um whereas back then it was it was just it was it was fluffy <laughs> Saturday night yeah. kids and light entertainment. It had a few dark moments, uh, kind of flitted in there as well. Each yeah. series has it, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I love, I, I absolutely love, um, I love Nine's personality. Yeah, yeah. Love his character. Mm. He, he's definitely got that dark. He's like the PTSD doctor. Isn't oh, hundred yeah. percent. Um, he's got that. You know, in the, there's moments where, um. Oh, he's just brilliant. Um, but you, you know, you can, you know, and I, I love the time war element, mm. um, which where I, they just note it and they just they keep dropping little yeah, seeds, yeah, that eventually don't even really pay off until, yeah, 
because that Years was down I mean, the line. that that was a completely new invention. There was no. I didn't even know that. I yeah. thought that was just in general. In for the Doctor classic Who, who that there was no like the Gallifrey was always there. The Time Lords were always about. He he constantly went back there. Um, there was no, um, you know. So I love that they sort of invented this this huge event that changed everything. And I love that he that the Doctor was now the last of all the Time Lords hmm. and. You know, he was coming off the back of this this war that had supposedly um, wiped out his entire race, and that it was, um, yeah, it was very deep, considering it was a, a, a you know a light entertainment kids yeah. show. I think um, with that, it's uh, I'm not sure if it was used as a kind of. Uh, I think it was just used as a bit of a refresh, wasn't it? Yeah. To be like, oh, why haven't we really seen? Doctor Who on TV for a long time. Yeah, it was it was something to obviously something to obviously entice the fans back in as well. You know, like that's something that they've that Russell T Davis has kind of put in to say, you know, well this this big thing happened. Like maybe you want to stick around and see what happened. Yeah, find out. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I thought it was good. I um, thought it really worked. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, the other thing, the thing about series one as well is it. it I think it's, I think it's sort of underrated, and um, I think it's sort of not forgotten about. But it, I, I, I know a lot it's the of the black sheep of the. It is. The series. Well, certainly of the Russell the T. Davis era. Oh, yeah. People just... I know a lot of people who, who are like, oh, I don't bother with series one. I just start I just start it from, you know, when David Tennant comes into it because they're all fangirling over David Tennant. Um, you know, and I know this is said all the time and it's, it's, it's so cliche, but if it wasn't for series one, if it wasn't for Christopher Eccleston um, and Billy Piper and Russell T. Davis, the whole production... If that hadn't been a hit, we never would have got David Tennant. We never would have got the quote "golden years" unquote of Doctor Who because <laughs> it wouldn't, you know, it, it, it that series had to do well. Yeah, that first episode and and then the rest of the series, it had to be good. It had to, you know, it had to show the BBC and and the public that Doctor Who was still a program that could draw in viewers and was worth making. Yeah. And was worth all the money and time and energy spent on it because it had been away for so long. It was, you know, that was it. It was like we're gonna we're gonna try, yeah. And you you know, if it gets well received, we'll probably make a Christmas special. But like, I don't think they really knew after that. Exactly. That they were they must have thought right. We're just gonna go all in. Yeah. We're just gonna throw all our eggs in a basket. Mm. And I hope it pays off. Hence why I think it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Because you couldn't really be like... Um, although the, the characters, uh, the Doctor's character is a little darker than, say, post-Eccleston um, up until Capaldi. So with Tennant and Smith. You're right. You know, like, uh, it was a li- it's a little bit more light-hearted in terms of the character there. But that that maybe that just ties into how different each one is. Like yeah. I don't think that was necessarily like, oh, we're we're definitely making this Doctor dark until it got to really to Capaldi, which you know, he's not going to be doing Matt Smith isms. 
Yeah, do you know what I mean? So uh, yeah. It, yeah. it had to go a little bit darker because he's an older, uh, he's an older man, less of a teenager kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So I think it was a good point to start off with because he can have his comedic moments. Yeah, but he is quite stern. Absolutely. So he also, um, and this could just be because it's Chris Eccleston, but Nine very much comes across as being hard. Like he's yeah. tough. Yeah. Like he, uh, you, like uh, with other doctors, you think, oh, you know, they're they're extremely clever and witty, and they'll they'll save you. They're heroic, but they're not necessarily tough. Mm. Like they couldn't. I don't think David Tennant or Matt Smith could like take on a Cyberman in in a in a fist fight. True. Whereas Nine just seems like he's like he is tough. Yeah, he could probably rip the head off. I mean, I you know, I he see he's intimidating. You see, if you see him bowling towards you in his leather jacket, yeah, <laughs> with you know frowning, yeah, like with You're his, a bit in trouble with his rough northern like demeanor, I'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh- I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to be in Nine's bad books. No, yeah, definitely, yeah. Whereas with David Tennant, uh, Tan. Well, we he just, would say something witty and clever. Well, yeah, he can do yeah. a bit of a frown as well. But well, he'd just cry and be like, "It's not fair! I don't <laughs> want to go." Skips ahead. Whereas way. nine would be like, "You fucking what? <laughs> you looking at me funny? Not fantastic? Yeah, <laughs> my fist in your face. Yeah, yeah. Um, just for dissing, he's from the north. Uh, but, yeah, I like that they reference that as well. That's yeah, funny. All planets have a north. So, we're going to do best and worst. Yeah. What do we start with first? Oh, now? Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. Um, so, we've done... Uh, I can't this bit, but we've done the introduction. Then we could do best and worst. Then we can do, like... The Final whole, thoughts. Yeah. Okay, the, fine. Like, yeah. overall series. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Um, yeah, okay. Well, um, sure. Well, 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 yeah. Well, so, why don't you start? So, what's your... Um, well, it's... Yeah, is it? So, is it best? Are we doing best and worst, or are we doing our f- most, our favorite and our least favorite? Or maybe let's do our favorite and least favorite. Okay, yeah, because because um, I th- I th- I think mine are different. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Okay, so what's your in, what's your personal um, favorite story then? Uh, it's got it's got to be Empty Child slash. The Doctor Dances. I never would have guessed that. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a great story, and this is the 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 example that I would have used for if it was just a good sci-fi or a good drama. Because if it was um, because if it was just a story that didn't have Doctor and Rose in it. And they were just playing normal characters, even from the forties. It would have just been a good. It would have just been good drama anyway. Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, uh, the mark of a good episode is. It's if it's even if if it's uh, the historical ones as well, because this obviously is one. Yeah. If it's just good drama, with Doctor Who sprinkled in the middle. Then that's that usually is for me the better the better episodes and better stories. You're right. You're right. You if if you can take the doctrine and 
and his companion out of the story and it still is good yeah that's when you know exactly that it's really There's so well, many examples yeah. that are kind of spring into my mind yeah same. right now <laughs> yeah. so and Literally. i'd love to talk about the rest of them but you know, basically all the, the best one. episodes yeah yeah um so yeah you just have to tune in for the next ones of those but yeah so it's empty empty child and uh, the doctor dances for mm. me because mm. um it's a compelling it's not even a villain really because yes it's a, a monster but it's like one of those ones where it's um it's uh, human a mon- error yeah it's a monster a way, it's, it? it's a monster of your your own subconscious really yeah. because it's a child you're very much like well you can't can't just kill a child can you like, yeah. you can't just like like some of the monsters from Doctor Who the, he does some sonic screwdriving and stuff and something happens mm. and uh, you get to the bit where the they save the day but with this it's like it's a, it's a child so you don't know what to do next and it always follows you and it always knows where you are and it, all it wants is its mum so you know it's, it's one of those ones like um, like Blink and I don't want to jump too far ahead, but again, it's just like, it's just a statue, mm. you know, like you can't really kill it. Like, yes. Really. So with this one, it's very much, it's in your, the, the monster is in your brain rather than being on the, on the screen. Yeah. So that's again, another mark of it being a great Doctor Who monster. You're right. Another one that springs to mind that I really enjoy that I don't think gets as much praise or hasn't really been revisited is um the 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 dream lord you know from uh yes I yeah Toby Jones Toby Jones yeah because he's just they aren't they just like spores or something did Moffat write that yeah yeah so they're all the ones that I like uh they're psychological yeah, rather than physical episode. Yeah. And I think that's um again if you get all of those elements together, yeah. It just makes a great episode. You're, so yeah. or a great series like a couple of stories like this. I mean, it you right. I, I I agree with you. I think that that is the best story of series 1. Um it's it's brilliant. I mean, it's the thing I think we was it we said that um uh Russell T Davis was probably a better showrunner. Yeah. Um, than stick than Moffat, but Moffat is without a doubt a much better writer. Yeah, I mean his stories. I think all his stories from the Russell T Davis era are the best stories of each series. Yeah, I think so too. Um, <laughs> Maybe uh, again, we'll have to do the rewatch for the, the up to five. Yeah, but I think that might be right. Yeah, I think that might be right. I just think in terms of they're not again they're not necessarily my favourites, but I yeah. just think in terms of quality, yeah, quality of the writing, yeah. um, they are brilliant. And that is, I mean, it's just it, you're right, it's just brilliant. It's such a gripping story. It has it has horror elements, sci-fi elements. Um, it, it's got a great historical setting. Great introduction to a main side character for oh, the series and beyond. Yeah, I mean, Captain. What can you say about Captain Jack? I mean. He is. I don't know a single person that doesn't like him. He is yeah. beloved. I know, right? He is. He's. I would not be surprised if he was like number one in a poll of the most favourite of all the Doctor's companions. I mean, I think there's a lot of people on either side for people who like particular Doctors. So obviously, we're talking about nine here. Yeah. 
But then when uh, when you talk to other people, they might be like, oh, I don't really like nine, like you said. Yeah. Um, and then there's people who are like devote tens, um, you know, and then even those for Matt Smith and people like us who are well for Peter Capaldi as well. But I, um, yeah, I'd say uh, with Captain Jack, I don't. I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone who's like, nah, I don't really, don't really like him. Yeah, he, he and he's a great addition. He probably story. beat out a lot of Doctors for if you if you had to choose one character from Doctor Who, who everyone loves, a lot of Doctors, even themselves, would probably be by the wayside and be like, oh no, but Captain Jack. Yeah, you're right. Do you know what I mean? I th- I think. Yeah, I think he is probably the one of, if not the most, uh, most like universally loved Doctor Who character of all time. Yeah, and that's saying a lot. Got and his that own TV show for all it, the so. Doctors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, John Barrowman's just brilliant. Um, the character's just great as well. I love the fact that he's just. This is sort of going back to what I was saying. Like, I love the fact that he's just. What is it? Uh, this you know, time agent. Well, yeah, I was going to say he's um, what the, he's the what's the politically correct term for someone who he has no sexuality. He just he just loves and is attracted to anyone, gender uh, or species. Is it pansexual or something? Maybe. I just love that, but they don't make a big deal out of it. They don't like mention it. You know, it's not like a series ten with Bill. Every it's, episode, she was reminding us that she's a lesbian. It's uh, it's ambiguous. Yeah. And like, I think it's, I think it's ambiguous because it's not about their sexuality. Yeah, exactly. That, that's part of them. Obviously. Doesn't define who he is. It's part of them. Like, it can be part of their character. Obviously, like yeah. you know, you do you do have to see you know diversity in characters in in media. I agree. But then with uh, with Captain Jack, it's like but that shouldn't be their it's, identity. It's always just like a little tongue in cheek comment yeah and a laugh like a little flirt exactly like exactly he, d- he doesn't need to announce it no. because because he flirts with rose and yeah. then he flirts with the doctor and then at the end of the episode he like snogs them both when he says goodbye to them hmm. and that's all he needs to do that he doesn't even doesn't have to say it doesn't have to we don't have to make a big political statement about it i mean it's you great. know it's even great. in uh even in a lot of torture it's like it's just it's just flirty banter yeah. about your sexuality it's yeah. not it's not a thing. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? exactly. Like, it's not a thing. And then he has like a relationship with the Anto, but again, it's not like still fancies Gwen at some point. Yeah, so. but yet he still has this romantic yeah. sort of thick thing going on with Gwen. So it's like, yeah, it's it's just yeah, I, I just really like that. I think it's so refreshing. And it, I just and you know, Jack's just so likable. Yeah. I mean, I fancy him. You know, <laughs> he's just he's just great. He's a brilliant addition. He's a great character. Great story. I love the fact that he. Um, because the only the only thing about that is if, if if he hadn't gone with them at the end, you know how sometimes you get a Doctor Who story and you get a really great supporting character, and then at the end of the story, Doctor says, "Why don't you? Why don't you come with us?" Yeah, and they like, always say they're that. like, "Oh no!" Yeah. And you think, "Oh God!" They, they always have a they always have a valid reason, or the majority of them always have a bit of a valid reason. Yeah, but ultimately they just go. Nah, it's but not you for me. as a fan think, oh, yeah, they should have gone. Why got... don't you go with them? Yeah. You'd have been a great companion. Yeah, I'm so happy that Jack goes with them and yeah. becomes a companion. Um, 
because because he 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 so he is a companion because I've decided that um and because you know I write all the rules apparently <laughs> well you do for this podcast so <laughs> I've decided that what makes you a companion is is two key elements a you have to have travelled in the TARDIS um, yeah and b you have to have been involved in two separate stories not just a two-parter that is one story yeah yeah, yeah. But two separate stories. So even um, what's his face? Um, that stupid kid with the head thing. Um, Already forgotten. His whatever name. his name. He, he doesn't count. Well, he does count because he, he he's in two different stories and he travels in the TARDIS. Oh, that's true. So he unfortunately yeah does count as a companion yeah as one of Nine's companions. So we're actually a couple extra. There was well, you're looking at Mickey. Yeah, Jack Mick, and Mick, yeah. Uh, guy with the head spike who we've forgotten the name. Yeah, already. Mickey counts. Jackie counts. Um, uh, who else counts? Um, obviously Jack. Um, well, I pretty much. I mean, pretty much. Every, you know, everyone from. I know we're jumping ahead, but everyone from um, uh, series four finale. Oh they yeah. That, that <laughs> crossover. Yeah. Technically, they all count. Yeah, of course. Um, so, anyway, but the point is, sorry, just digressing there, but yeah, the point is, um, Empty Child, Doctor Dances is. Oh, it's it's my it's my favourite. But what would, what would you say? Are you saying that is your favourite as well? Or? No. Um, Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I think it's the best story, but my favourite um, is actually the Parting of the Ways. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. What I was gonna say, um oh, I don't know if we're gonna do are we gonna do honourable mentions? Yeah, we'll do All right, we'll do honourable mentions after. We make it up as we go along. We, we do we do, in case you don't notice. Um yeah, parting of the ways, um I mean it's not perfect. No. It does come off of the back of the somewhat dated and silly game show episode. Oh man. Which is funny. Oh yeah, like again, we going back to what we said at the start. It's uh, it's a product of its time. Yeah, and there are certain things that date it. Yeah, like big and brother. having a big brother. <laughs> Trini and Susanna. <laughs> Trini and Susanna were pretty irrelevant by the time this came out, or yeah. like a year or so later. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. Part of the ways. Um, yeah, so it's not perfect. It it's um. Rose really irritates me in this story, um, but we'll. I I won't go into. Uh, we'll talk more. I think we'll talk more about Rose when we do the series two podcast because that's when I feel she um, is at her most irritating. Rose. Rosie, okay. Rose is not. Uh, Rose is my second least favorite companion. Um, however, I do prefer her with nine. Oh yes, um, because. I just that's a lot less romantic. Even though there is flirting, yeah. which I'm all right with, there's no like romantic subplot where they're like falling in love with each other, which I think is dumb. Um and and I don't like it. Um <laughs> So You're sounding uh, very Sylvester McCoy about this. <laughs> and I wondered why that was. <laughs> um <laughs> turns out he's your doctor. Uh yeah, um but you know, but I don't mind. I don't mind the flirty banter. I'm yeah. fine with that. And yeah, I know they snog at the end of this episode. But he only snogs her to save her life. He does it to, to you know, um, to transfer the TARDIS energy or whatever the flip that is. Um, so, but Rose is pretty irritating in this episode. Um, <laughs> uh, 
but what else to say? Oh yeah, and the and the 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 actual resolution um, is a bit. I mean, even to this day, I'm watching it. And I still don't quite understand how or. I mean, I don't really get it. I know that I I I, I, I understand what she does. She looks into the heart of the TARDIS. She absorbs some like the the golden energy whatever that is time vortex and then she comes out of it and she's all like i am the beginning and the end i am life and death some really ambiguous thing she says i am both tea and coffee (laughs) (laughs) okay and you're like right and then so i do do i have you with breakfast or lunch yeah and then she just like uses her mind to just like disintegrate the daleks into like nothing like it's like she's doctor strange or something and then She's and, got the Infinity Gauntlet in her head. Yeah, and then she she brings Jack back to life, which is great. But but then how does how how does how how does she bring him back to life? How does that then make him immortal? And how does that not then make her immortal? Yeah. Um. I don't know. And then the Doctor's just like, you need a doctor, and he he snogs her, sucks the. God, I'm mean, saying it out loud makes me feel like a Wally, but he sucks the. The time energy beams out of her mouth through, through her, through her, <laughs> through the touching of the lips, but yet through the eyes. He tongues with, her, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he proper max out, max off with her. She got her coat because she pulled. And... <laughs> That's right. That's right. She pulled, and uh, he loves it. And then, um, and then, that's it, really. Um, mm. So, so, so. So those are my sort of criticisms, but I also love it. It's it's I think it's the best Dalek story. Well, it's among the best Dalek stories of the whole of New Who. Yeah. I do think that unfortunately, literally from series one onwards, the the Dalek stories get worse and worse. Oh and yeah, the Daleks become more of a joke. I feel like um, the stories as time progress get less they make them less menacing as yeah well. exactly they yeah. become parodies of themselves yeah by series nine Six. or ten um you know they're just like they're like using i don't know they're like making the daleks like spin around and um missy's like sitting inside one like riding about like it's a like it's a uh you know um no, that's mobility a, scooter that's a what's his name um capaldi when uh he comes in riding in a that right in yeah, a yeah, half yeah, one, yeah, and he yeah. just goes, uh, "Anyone for Dodgems?" That's it. Yeah, that yeah, that's, that's it. a proper yeah. Tom Baker line, though. I mean, but... um, I don't like that. The Daleks are supposed to be these incredibly scary. I mean, look at the way that the way that Nine reacts to them is exactly how I, how I think you should react to them. He's like terrified of them, but at the same time, he's like really elated when he like gets one over on them because he hates them because yeah. they've had this war. And because if if you've seen any Dalek episode from Classic Who, especially like Genesis, they're they're supposed to be fucking terrifying. Yeah, and and in this episode, I think they are like that. You know, like they 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 straight up murder people. Yeah. Um. Like they just you know they um they just go around murdering people. They 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 seem like a genuine threat. Um. And you know, it's not like whereas in like in like series five, I think he like. Um, Eleven defeats them with like a custard cream or something, or a jammy dodger <laughs> or something. I don't know, but anyway, the point <sighs> is, I think the Daleks are great. Um, in this, and uh, Johnson's in it. 
Yep. From Peep Show, who 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 is great, <laughs> who I love. He was one of my picks for a um for a potential future doctor. Um because I'm all for the doctor being, you know, um someone of colour or female, as long as they don't bang on about it all the time. So I think he'd be a great doctor. Um he's he's not very Johnson y. No. But he's not Which is surprising. <laughs> but he's not very Johnson. <laughs> Except but... for when they're in the weakest link. Oh he's, he's a bit Johnson. Very Johnson he's there. Yeah. I play to win. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> you tell Big Sue's that I'm gonna be coming home. Oh, that's Looks funny. like I'm going to be winning this one, Mark. <laughs> so Johnson. So Great. Um, no, but anyway, um, the main reason I love the Parting of the Ways is because of um, Chris Freckleston's regeneration, which is without a doubt my favourite regeneration um, of, of all of them. Um, classic Who included. Because... It's so, it's so heroic without sort of showing off um, and highlighting the fact that it's such a heroic sacrifice. Yeah, you know, um, it's just it, he's so like as soon as it's like it's almost like you, as soon as Rose steps out of the TARDIS, being all like Doctor Strange, um, I think you, you, he just knows immediately. Obviously, he must do. He knows immediately the only way that he can save her is to, um, you know, take the 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 time vortex stuff out of her, give her a good old tonguing, and um, he knows that will kill him. Yeah. And as soon as, but he just, but you know, he just gets up and he says, "Come here, you need a doctor." Um, and he just, he that's all he did, and he just, and then he's just like, "Right, come on," and they get, and then. What I love about it is, is that when he's in the TARDIS, it's a bit like Eleven's regeneration, which we'll get to, which I also really like. Um, he doesn't like moan or complain, throw his toys out of the pram like Ten does and cry and say about how it's not fair and all that bullshit. He's just so matter of fact about it. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to change. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, or and it, but he reassures her as well. He's 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 like, I'm gonna change, and you're never gonna see me again. But he's like, we still might, we can still go on, on adventures. It'll just be, um, you know, it, it it just won't be with me. Yeah. As in, as in this incarnation, um, and I really love that. And he's just, it's just so noble and heroic. And he's, you know, the way he sort of says, he says, Rose, you were fantastic, and so was I. Mm. And, you know, and then he just changes. And, uh, you know, I remember when I saw that, um, I, I suspect for a lot of people, um, the uh, the whole concept of regeneration was completely alien <laughs> to them because they'd never it. seen Doctor Who before. I knew that he could change. Yeah. Um, because I knew, you know, I, I like I said, I knew... There had been Sylvester McCoy and Paul McGann. By the time Doctor Who came back, I obviously knew about. I like, I knew Tom Baker was. I knew, I knew that the Doctor could change. I knew about regeneration, but I was not expecting it. No, I couldn't believe it. Um, and uh, see, at that point, I think I had, I'd read that um, they were they were thinking about changing. I don't think I'd 
not for the first series had I seen that he wasn't coming back. Mm. I think there were obviously, obviously, there was probably loads of stuff in the paper and stuff about it, but I don't think I saw it at that point. No, neither neither did I. And I also love that the, the way that, A, I mean, the, this will never happen now. A, there was no, like, leak. I mean, like you say, there were articles and papers, but what I'm saying is there was no, like, this is definitely, he's definitely going to change in the end of this episode. Yeah, no reveal. No reveal. And also, it happened so quickly it, it, the actual regeneration itself—it's—it's—you it, know—between the between him like snogging her and him regenerating, there's what about three or four minutes. Mm. It's not like this massive, massive build-up yeah. where the whole episode is about him regenerating, which is what we would get later. Um, where it, it was—I just love it. It's just brilliant. And I'd it, love for them to do something like like that, where they they are. Well, we know Jodie's going at the end of whatever next series. Yeah. Love for them to just do a, like a low-key shoot. Minimal crew, like, to avoid leaks. And then it'd just be a surprise. I'd love that as well. That'd be brilliant. But yeah. they won't. No. Um, But anyway, anyway, so, yeah, I just I just think it's great. Um, I think, you know, it's just nine at his most... Um, heroic and brave and cool and um, I think that that his regeneration just just sums up his you know his doctor um, the way he goes out um, which is great so um, so for that reason it's it's my favorite so what what is your least favorite and or worst episode or are they different um Yeah, I'm gonna have to go for World War Three. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just because I, the Slovene and their story hasn't aged well, and I think that's, I think it's just a, a product of not quite getting the balance right of story the monster of the week still kind of you know it's okay to pander to to kids like yeah but there's there's definitely it definitely brings the tone down if they're just fart monsters yeah <laughs> i'm just a little bit like right okay that was it reminds me a little bit of um the reintroduction of donna with the the cubes of fat yeah you it you it you think that's the kind of, that they're the kind of monsters that belong in the Sarah Jane adventures. Yeah, yeah. Not in Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah. Well, this is before that. So, but you yeah, know. But yeah. Uh, totally. I totally agree. But the. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little bit like. They're just kind of the the monsters. The monster design is quite cool. Like with the big like claw things. Or a bit, a bit the zipping head and things like that. It's all a bit of a mishmash of like a lot of things happening at once. Yeah, and I don't think it quite lands, and it definitely hasn't aged well. Yes. So yeah, it's got to be that one. On the flip side, the honourable mention for me has got to be the one before 
the parting of ways or the last the last two you know where they revisit the the mayor boomtown boomtown yeah i like that i like that because because that's more of a see that on its own would have been really good yeah the way yes. the way you'd explain that uh, that away yes. is that you know the doctor's seen the Slovene before. Yeah. I mean, she reveals herself in this, so you still get to see the monster. But yeah, and she's so much more menacing in that because yeah. she's not giggling and farting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I remember we we were watching it and we were saying about how it's such an interesting like moral conundrum, and and mm. it it's quite dark. I oh think. yeah, very. It's talking, it's talking about execution and. And and you know the, the the sort of the moral question of um, if even though they may that even though they've done bad things and they deserve to be punished, you know, do, do, do you, you know, how do you deal with the moral dilemma of the fact that you are delivering someone to their death? Yeah, that's a more interesting story than five Slovene enter yeah. five fat people in the heart of government and try yeah. and, and try and nuke the planet to sell it. I agree. I I agree with you that I, um, that story, uh, Aliens of London and World War Three, is my also my least favourite, and I think it's the worst for the exact same reasons. Yeah. Um, I really like Harriet Jones though. Shout oh, yeah. out to uh, Penelope. See, even even the the episodes, especially in this series, even the episodes that I didn't think were like really really good or like groundbreaking, uh, they still have yeah elements that I enjoy. I yeah. might have been like, oh, they're farting like all the time, yeah. and they're they're unzipping their heads and stuff. Yeah, but I'm also like Harriet Jones is in it. You know, it also deals with like Harriet Jones MP. Yeah. <laughs> Fly down off. Here to see here to see the prime minister. She's great, and uh, you know, there's there's Harriet Jones, and then there's also what I liked about the early bit of the episode was how would. London react if that was to happen mm. like mm. you know it just flies over the estate and mm. then just like crash lands in the middle of the Thames crashing through Big Ben yeah all very dramatic like yeah. as the doctor points out I'm just like that that bit's quite fascinating to me so like even episodes that I'm like oh it's the worst one in the series still got things that I like yeah, about you're right it. I quite liked and they really brushed over this which I thought was a, an, an, a uh, another um Another misstep is um, when you know when they come back and Rose's actually been missing for a year. Yeah, and um, and Jackie's all like really furious, and and she's been like she's been like putting out flyers and there's, all that. There's uh, if you look at the background, they're everywhere. Yeah, and and Mickey even says that um, he was accused of Rose's murder. Yeah, he just says it in a throwaway line. I, I the police, I was accused of your murder, and then and he says that like Jackie even accused him. Yeah. Of like, and and they they had like hadn't spoken and stuff. They just brush over that like no, it's right? nothing. That would have that would have that should have what the episode should have been about. Exactly, especially that first episode. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, you're right. Boomtown totally makes up for the. It does. It, it sort of saves the the reputation of the Slovene, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I completely agree for all the same reasons. Um, my honourable mention is Dalek. Nice. Um, again, you've you've said I, I like that episode, but again, it's 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 good. It would be in an honourable mention. Yeah, it's in that upper upper tier. Yeah, it's definitely not near the lower end. Um, it's uh, it's an interesting premise. It is very interesting. I really love the um, yeah. It's again, it's sort of 
messes with your mind a bit because you you almost feel a bit sorry for for the Dalek um, in a weird way. And uh, and oh, you know, oh, I know that again, it's, it's it's talked about a lot, but that scene between Chris Reckleston and the Dalek. Um, I mean, you know, acting wise, he that's just that's his best moment. I yeah, think. yeah. It's I good. mean, he just goes through so many emotions in that short space of time. He goes through like intense fear, and then and then when he realizes the Dalek can't, um, which is how you should react. Yeah, even the Doctor should react with with fear at the sight of a Dalek. Um, let alone the companions who are just sort of laugh at it now. Um, but then once he realizes that it's it's it can't do anything he then just he's he's just he just becomes elated yeah and he's his face lights up yeah and then he's but then he goes from 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 being really happy to being really angry so he goes from fear to happiness to 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 anger um and it's just like and you're like that's the moment when for me i was like oh wow this doctor has got some issues this is this is the he's he's got some he's fucked up excuse my language this is when you really see like the time wars really affected um clearly this was a big deal and it's really affected him um uh and i really like i do like the whole sort of again that the sort of the moral um you know the heart of this story is about like again it's like a moral conundrum because rose is like look this dalek is is conscious now he's thinking he i think the doctor even says at one point like um Oh, it's something like how do you know the concept of blasphemy or something or or rose you know the bit when rose is like um the the dalek says oh i want to feel the the sun because there's like a, a stream yeah. of light so she opens up the little chamber and he can feel the light the mm. little squid thing what's that what's do you remember that baddie from teenage mutant ninja turtles the cartoon it was like a body with like a weird little with a guy in it well it was like a little like a little look like a weird pink like octopus thing in, in I know the what belly. you mean yeah you know that it's exactly the same that thing, reminds me of that exactly yeah design. um but yeah yeah um, great anyway great episode but yeah so that's my honorable mention yeah. one episode that we did talk about at the time was father's day yeah which is a good episode but not anywhere near a great one yeah it's no, it I, needs a lot of work it's good with a question yeah mark? yeah good yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay it's good yeah so yeah we we came up with a bit of a uh, not a fix but a bit of a a, a change to the story which right. i think would That's probably right. would have gone down a lot better get your pad and pen out russell so in father's day it does kind of turn out to be a monster of the week mixed with um a bit of personal story yeah going back in time where um rose goes to meet her deceased father on one of their mates wedding day although it's the day he dies isn't it That's yeah it. and uh, she saves him and then obviously the consequences of that is these demons from time and space who are never seen again in the doctor who canon come and try and repair time which in itself is a paradox because doctor changes time all the time Time. 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 <laughs> so, time, Jeremy, please. <laughs> and so, you know, the fact that someone's changed something about history, I immediately was like, that's a red flag. 
because the, the doctor does it all the time. 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 Say time again. Time. <laughs> time. Yeah. And um, but yeah, it's, it, it didn't need to turn into a, a monster of the week episode. No, it didn't at all. But it has it has those vibes. That's what lets it down. I think the the, the monster of the week is to the detriment of the episode. Yeah. So we suggested just getting rid of the monster, just having the because uh, they hint at time being altered because during the 80s when the episode is set you can hear on the car radio the streets yeah um and then the first telephone call on someone's mobile that's right and you know it seems like time is you know fractured uh, in in place yeah and that would have been a lot better story i think on how to fix that because the outcome would have been the same he still has to die yeah like but you know it could be like oh time's uh, being fractured and people just like disappearing, you know, like the people who get taken by the yeah by the creatures by the demons. Yeah, they could just vanish. Could just vanish from time. Yeah, yeah, that would be a lot scarier. Yeah, like literally, you could be talking to someone and they'd never existed. It's like you said, with the sort of um, the psychological element, like the monster is of their own creation. Yeah, that would have been the monster of the week. Like it lives people in your head. Like the the idea of. Um, time around you trying to repair itself by just like making everyone you know disappear yeah erasing people from like, existence like, i think that's quite scary yeah and and it could also you could have had that like the people that got raised were immediately forgotten about yeah uh, doesn't that happen in another doesn't that happen in another episode oh well the silence erased oh, your yeah. memory of them oh yeah yeah okay, okay um, yeah. so it's very similar but yeah this could have been that they could have been in it. They could have been part of it. I don't know. Maybe not. But yeah, I think it would have been different if it just not have been a. You know, a, they didn't need the they didn't need the demons, the time demons. I agree. They are. Um, and it would have it, because it's so such a personal story, and it's set in the eighties. It's more about the characters. It didn't need you to then do the the mental leap of logic to having these monsters it would have been it would have been a lot better if it, there had been no monster and the the danger was really actually invisible and i completely agree and it was more about the the characters themselves rather than being like can't go out there they're out there yeah it's just you pterodactyl flying around outside the church. Oh, I've got to go out there. The monster's outside. Pound your banana. Two pounds yeah. a pound. <laughs> but, and, the, oh, and the reason why they can't get in, very old building. I'm just like, what? Really? I forgot yeah. about that. Jesus. God. Can't come into church. It's an old church. <sighs> what? Yeah. But, and it's the just, older something yeah. is, the, the more it's uh, unlikely to be able to no just forget that you're right just literally just throw that in the bin it's such that a would... shame because it's, it's got so many great little moments in it as well you know like that sort of when um you know like rose and when her dad realizes who she is and then yeah. jackie realizes who she is yeah. and i really like the bit as well where the um the the couple that are getting married whose names we don't even know they're just random they're just they're just their mates they cut they just they come up to the doctor and they say yeah. excuse me and he's like, he, like, I think he just sort of ignores them at first. And they're yeah. like, um, uh, what is it they say? Um, are you going to save us? And he just sort of looks at them. And then and they say, don't they say like, look, I know that we're not very important. Yeah. 
which is not which is kind of them saying that as their characters, but also as the, the the fact that they're just sort of extras in this episode. Yeah, that's true. I know we're not very important, but you know, if you could if you could help save yeah, us, what's, that, what's going to happen to us? Yeah, yeah and then so. he's just like, don't don't say that. Yeah. You know, you, everyone's important. And then he like asked them how, how they met, and he they tell him a story about how they met. And he's like, like outside the nightclub. Yeah, or something, or something. I, I I just really love that. I think that's little moments like that. I think are really nice and sentimental. You know, and is it? Does he say something? I've in nine hundred years of space and time, I've never met anyone who wasn't important. Yeah, something like that. And um, I love that. And yeah, it, what I also like as well, which I thought um, it's a shame that they didn't. Um, well, they left it ambiguous. But I think they should have gone with it because it would have give would have added more depth to rose's character as well because because the doctor at one point says to her as well um he says when i told you that the tardis was a spaceship you didn't you didn't come with me but then when i said it was a time machine you changed your mind and you came with me and he basically outright asks her did you was this your plan all along and she doesn't really give him an answer there's no. sort of I would have loved it if she'd admitted that this how was her plan all along. She was, you know, if she said, "Look, all right, fine, I admit it. I wanted to save my dad." Because yeah. then they could have had this sort of, um, this sort of like at the end of the episode, the doctor could have been like, you know, um, well, she's broken the rules, so technically, I should expel her from the TARDIS. But but then he could have like forgave her. Yeah, you know, it, and and that would have sort of added a an element of. Well, it would have made their relationship, I think, a lot more interesting. Yeah, because it would have made, uh, had a bit of tension, a bit of extra tension between yeah. them. You know, she's a little exactly. bit worried about what he's going to do. Exactly. And it does, I mean, you know, I, it, as, I, as I've said, Rose does irritate me. And, and that the fact that she deliberately not only disobeys the Doctor, but is so, like, um, unapologetic Blase. about it. However... In her defence, I do totally understand why she did that. I would probably want to do that too. And I wish that that had actually been her reason for going with him in the first place. Because then, after she's confessed that to him and he's forgiven her, then it's like, you know, then it's it's crystal clear that she wants to continue travelling with him. Yeah. Because she's genuinely... She like trusts him now, yeah, or they, he, they she bonded. She wants to do it, like she, rather than she has, yeah. Or, and she's got an over her ulterior motive. Exactly. And, you know, she's come to the realization that she didn't necessarily just want to do it. That exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like over time, she, you know, got to know and got to like going on these adventures. She saw the error of her ways from doing what she did. Yeah. But then yeah. also realise that that's not the be all and end all of being able to travel with the doctor. Right, because generally, um, the the you know the companions that they don't really have a specific motivation, um, like an agenda. Their their reason for going is just oh they're bored and they want they want adventure, and um, annoyingly with the, it, this it, it does revert back to that with Rose. But I think it would have been far more interesting if 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 that had, had been her plan. Mm, yeah. Um, but anyway, you're, you, you know, it's weird because I understand why they don't do it because it's, it's very, it can get very complicated as we know with like back to the future. Yeah. Um, but it's, they, they do, they surprisingly don't do a lot of simple time travel stories in Doctor Who. Like that. Where they literally just go back in time and 
you know, there's no monster. There's yeah. no complicated wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yeah, oh god. It's just a simple bog standard time travel story. Yeah. Um but I wish they would do more of that. Yeah. And I think Father's Day could have had the potential to have been really like up there. High tier Doctor Who. Yeah, it could have been really high up there with like Take out those garlic. monsters. Yeah. Give it more tension because people are just disappearing off the yeah. face of the earth. Yeah. Um And the result is again the result is still the same. The same. Like you still could have you had don't have to change the, the ending. sacrifice with the, the monsters, right? The monsters this is gonna sound really bad, but the monsters in for me, their first draft. Like when I if I was writing this, those monsters in there I would, yeah. have, I would have read it back and I would have been like, oh, that's bad. And or, then just like taking it out. Or last draft, or they were just added in at the last minute. Yeah, you maybe. had a perfect, yeah. oh, that probably wasn't the case. Yeah. But it seems like you had a perfect, lid, like in like a, a perfect, almost Moffat-esque yeah. time travel story. It's... And then they've just thought, oh, we need, we need to add a monster in here. What what have we done? Well, just put some random flying pterosaurs and in. And the, 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 the design of them is bad. The CG's bad. CGI is bad. Yeah. Like there's no real redeeming qualities. To yeah, them. you don't know much about them at the end. Not enough. We never heard. They never heard. Or why? Do, why do they? Why do they? I don't know. Yeah. Why? Why or how do they exist? All of these don't have to be answered straight away. But I'm also a little bit like if they're never going to come again because yeah. they never did. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Father's Day is a real missed opportunity. Oh yeah, it could have potentially been one of the greatest ever. Yeah, but the elements underneath that were there. Mm. And you do get quite a bit of that. Hence why it's good, question mark. Good. Good. Yeah. Hence, uh, you know, another honourable mention. Yes. Because the right. underlying tones of the dynamic between Rose and her father, Rose and the Doctor, it being her... Uh, that was her aim all along. Those are good ideas and yeah. good concepts. Absolutely. And, but on the top surface level is terrible monster of the week... Bad execution. Yeah. Bad CGI. Bad, 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 bad. So good question mark. But yeah. So with those, is there any other standout episode? Is there one more other than Dalek? Is there any other points from this series? Well, we've almost talked about all of them. I think so. I'm uh, we've having a look gone. at the having a look at the. Quick, I know yeah. the ones that we've missed out, but that that's because they, you know, for 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 better or worse, that's because they're just they're just they're just they're just decent stories. Yeah. They're not like amazing, but they're also not terrible. Like um, the the second and third episode, which is pretty much the only one that we haven't talked about. Yeah, at all the long game. Um, they're decent. They're just not yeah, stand out. They're they're the 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 episodes which you need them brought in um, with a new series of Doctor Who that hasn't been on TV for sixteen years. Yeah, you need a little bit of like exploration of the dynamic exactly. of the Doctor Who is exactly and Rose the the newest companion. So with like the end of the world, it's like I loved it how it was like. You know, it's set in 2005, the first episode. Yeah. And then the next episode, so the very second episode, they go to the end of the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, here's what Do- Doctor Who's like. Exactly. It's on and a then, space station in space. Exactly. It's a space under siege episode. Loads of different aliens. Yeah. And then... And then, the going back in time. 
to a historical era and they yeah. meet a famous historical figure, which again is a staple. So of in the first Who. three episodes, you've got a staple of a lot of Doctor Who episodes. Yeah. You've got a modern going day forward. one. You've got a, a, a space future sci-fi one, and you've got a historical. Yeah. So it ticks all the boxes. But then also with the the only other one that we haven't talked about. The long game actually ties into... It sets up the finale, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I forgot about that. So yeah. this is where Russell T. Davis comes in as a good showrunner. I agree. Yes. Because there's uh, multiple aspects that are interwoven through multiple episodes, yep. which lead to the finale. Yeah. But yeah, like we said before, his writing isn't as isn't as good as Moffat. I think as well, um, I know this is a bit uh, of a generalisation, but I actually think Series 1 is the most balanced of the Russell T. Davis era. I, as in, I don't think it has... It doesn't have as many ups and downs. Yeah. I think Series 2, 3 and 4, they have a lot of um, fantastic episodes, but they also have a lot of really laughably bad ones. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I think... Series one is a lot more. It's still a bit up and downy, but the scale is far less. Yeah, it's, you know, it's yeah, big. Yeah, there's there is. Um, it's consistent. Yeah, there's a mild consistency there. Yeah, over the whole of the series. Yeah. So yeah, I'll give it that. Um, so yeah, it's touching upon every single episode. There is always bits from each one that I can enjoy. Yes, I agree, and. I think that that can they might be consistent through when we go through two to all the way to fourteen, but I'd just oh. <laughs> just a mere mention. But I still I still think you know it's been a long time since I watched them all in order. Yes, and I, I can't wait for the the next series as well to do to do so to see whether, like you said, it's. Less of a real, real highs than all to real, real lows, or is it, um, you know, you know, still kind of consistent, or is there going to be like this uh, parts of the episodes that I can really enjoy, or is it some of them they're going to be like I can't yep. enjoy them at all? I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm very interested to hear your. Well, maybe this, it will have to wait till after four. But I'm interested to hear what your opinion on um, uh, ten is. What as a whole? Yeah, because I th- feel like with nine, um, I my opinion about nine hasn't changed. I I think he, I he's I feel the same way about him as I did when I first watched series one. Yeah, which is I really like him. And um, if anything, he just grows on me more the more I watch it. Whereas that's not the case with with Ten. Um, so yeah, I'll be interested to hear your thoughts on that. But uh, you know, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, but yeah, I I just I just love. I think a, a um, I think a lot of the relationships in uh, in series one. I just for me they just work better. I'd much prefer Rose with nine than with ten, because as we've mentioned, there's no blossoming romance. Um and also I feel like Rose is a bit less 
cocky in, in series one because it's like her first doctor and her first yeah. journey if she's you will. she's she's not educated in yeah. time and space whereas in series two she's a bit more show-offy um and and i and i i her and ten do become a little bit for me a bit smug and irritating um but anyway, um, so I really like I really like a relationship with Nine, and the thing I like about it as well is is um, because yes, like I said, they do flirt a bit and they do snog, um, and maybe she does kind of fancy him, but I don't think he fancies her. No, and and it, but it's still very much a um, a sort of teacher student relationship, like your quintessential um, eccentric older. Um, inventor professor character yeah. and then your young sort of hot-headed adventurous um, teen so Doc and Marty exactly like Doc and Marty <laughs> yeah. exactly and that's what I want and, and that's how Doctor Who up until that point had always been since 1963 well I suppose until the movie I guess um, which sort of threw the rule book out a bit but um <laughs> but up until then up you know from 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 Hartnell all the way through to McCoy that was always how it was the doctor was like a, this sort of like the the old wise sort of eccentric scientist uh character and then his companions were the sort of young you could perhaps you could argue they were they were more sort of braver they also did more of the action bits they were you know the doctor was more of like the thinker, yeah. the leader, whereas his companions were, they were the ones who actually did all the action, like the fighting and stuff. Um, so, and I really like that. And I think it really works. And, and I'm glad that later um, with Capaldi, they reverted back to that. I know a lot of people at the time were like, um, they're like, oh, you know, he's too old to be the doctor. You know, we we want young and handsome and swashbuckling, and we want lots of kissing and romance and stuff. I'm thinking, well, yeah, all right. So, I know ten and eleven did a lot of that, but that is, you know, compared to the rest of Doctor Who, that's like ten percent, five percent even of yeah. how it usually is, which I like. Um, I also think, I also prefer Nine with Jack. And this is something we talked about. Oh yeah, that's true. Because I feel like Jack and Ten, their personalities are too similar. They clash, and they clash, but they don't clash in a good way. They don't, no. don't clash how like Nine and Jack, like they they argue a bit and they have banter. Whereas with Ten and Jack, I feel like their personalities clash because they're, they're you can't have two handsome swashbuckling. But he also heroes with Ten and Jack. Ten really kind of is distrusting and yeah resentful well he tries he tries to take off you know when yeah. he's running doctor and, yeah. he's, and he tries to he ignores him that's uh what you call it it's at the end of the third yeah. yeah and and when they do finally meet again um in that same episode i think tens a bit he's very like he's not very pleased to see no, him. no not at all um, it's almost like he's a bit like oh I don't, you know it's almost I don't know what he's he's almost like he's like a bit I don't know he's threatened by him yeah and but that's what I love about Jack is he he was so different to the Doctor yeah. at, at the time no yeah and they still got on as well exactly but um, yeah I, yeah I see that and yeah I couldn't tell you other than that interaction with. 10 where 10 literally doesn't he just like peek out of the TARDIS and he's just like he's so irreverent to it. he's like he just doesn't really care I know um, 
whereas you know nine would be really happy to see him you know but would definitely would have taken off without him yeah he had him coming but yeah i couldn't tell you another interaction that they had that is really really memorable so it's 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 a combination of like the the characters not really having that chemistry anymore and the writing of it not being as good yeah do you know what i mean yeah i do know what you mean and um so yeah i definitely yeah i agree with you preferring and, I too prefer. And I also to. think that um that adding Mickey into that uh into the gang, the four of them together, particularly well only I guess in, in Boomtown. Boomtown yeah. I really like that. They I, th- I think again they they really work well as as a as a group because because of the the different dynamics. See, it's not really about how many companions there are, it's just about the writing. Exactly. Now you want to talk about the fam. They were the. <laughs> this is the real. Fam. They were the original fam, and <laughs> they did, they and shit. and they did it without declaring that they were a fam and how great of a fam they were. It was just like you know, there's a, such a there's a scene where the four of them are just sitting in a cafe and they're all just laughing and telling stories in Boomtown. Yeah, such a throwaway scene, but I I really like that. It almost feels like it's real. It's just like the the four actors. Yeah. Just they were just rolling the camera. Yeah, they, Russell Tavers was like, "Oh, this is this is good stuff. Let's yeah. like r- roll secretly." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked it. It, it. They work as a team because I know that I know that uh, Mickey. Um, I don't think Mickey counts as a companion of nine, it, according to our rules, because he doesn't. Um, doesn't travel in the he TARDIS. Travel in the TARDIS no, with but he, he is with ten, though, doesn't he? He does with ten, yeah. Um, but um, so yeah, so but but uh, anyway, I just really like um, because they're all you know you've got you've, they're all different. You've got the sort of the 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 Doctor. He's a bit rough. He's a bit gritty. He's a bit he's a PTSD. He's on edge. Yeah. Um, then you've got Jack. He's handsome, charming, um, flirty. Um, He's also, you know, he's he's more prepared to, um, he's more prepared to, let's say, his 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 morals aren't quite as, um, uh, they're a On bit, point. yeah, his morals are a bit questionable yeah. because he is a bit of a, he's a con man, he, yeah. you know, um, he's not afraid to get his hands dirty to use guns, yeah, you know, um, and then you've obviously you've got Rose who um isn't like the, there isn't like a romance with her and the doctor which i like um and Mickey i think is a nice addition to that group because he's like the um he's sort of like in a way he's sort of like the comic relief one the sort of dopey. he also he also comes in as a secondary vehicle for the audience once Rose is a little bit more travelled yeah do you know what i mean like so he's he comes in because in Boomtown he comes in on the train. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. he's normal. He doesn't get to yeah. go in the TARDIS all the time. He, he has to take a three, four, Mickey. five hours. I do really journey. feel sorry for him. Um, yeah. I guess he gets a happy ending. Um, although I think it's it, it's a bit weird and unexplained. But um, <laughs> we'll get we'll cross that bridge. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I really like that scene um, in in Boomtown where he basically like Rose tries to like have a go at him. No, that's right. Rose Rose is jealous of the fact that he that he's like got a new girlfriend and yeah, yeah. moved on from her, and she's almost like having a go at him. 
and then he just completely just sort of snaps yeah finally and he stands up to her and he says you know he says you left me yeah you literally left me standing in the middle of the estate you, yeah, you and and I, I don't know where you are i don't know if you're safe i don't know when you're going to come back and now you have come back and like like an idiot i've i've, I've come running like i always do you know when you call me because she only she only really called him because she wanted a passport yeah <laughs> and he's like and now you have that you have the audacity to have a go at me for moving on and he's like crying while he's saying it and i, I thought a i thought good for you mickey and b i thought that's really sad like yeah. i guess it's a test- he does, doesn't he leave her at the end yeah oh well, yeah because he, he gets invited to go with them yeah and, and then he, he and he says no she's helping someone or no i think she's like looking for him but he sees her and then he's just like nah i'm gonna go home yeah all right uh, you know i really like that and um yeah, fair play to Noel Clark. He's, he, he, you know, he's um, a really good bit of acting that, mm. and he really made that uh, character um, more than just Mickey the. Idiot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know what I mean. It could have just gone that way. Yeah, but it could it didn't, have. So um, yeah, that's really good. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what more to say really. Um, it's uh, it's just sad that we didn't get to see more. It's just. Um... Sad there wasn't uh, more than one season. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's um, it doesn't feel w- w- it doesn't feel like it's enough. We want more of nine. We want mm. more of Chris Eccleston. I feel if 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 he'd at least done a second series, we would have um, you know, he would be. I I guess he would be remembered more, not sort of skipped over and yeah. forgotten about. You know, because obviously not a lot of. Uh, it's, I mean, is it the shortest other than McGann? Um. Yeah, I mean it's just one series. It so. is, and it's one year. Yeah, literally. Um, two thousand five. I mean, you. I mean, I don't know. Does what about John Hurt? Oh, okay. He was nah, literally yeah, nah. three episodes. Yeah. But, but yeah, in terms of like a run, mm. it, yeah, you're right. Is it, yeah, it's that's why it gets overlooked because you know there's there's so much Doctor Who out there. Yeah. That he's in the extreme minority. Yeah. In terms of episodes and in terms of length as well, so you know, it's it's a shame, but I don't know. Maybe that even makes, in my mind, maybe it makes it even more exciting because there's you do want to know more, mm. but there's there isn't a lot more out there of night. Yeah, I think that makes it a little bit more exciting for me. Um, piles it on top of how good Christopher Eccleston has been. I mean, he has. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, th- I think he has um, recently, very recently, started doing Big Finish. Mm. And, and I'm not sure when these adventures are supposed to be set. Presumably they're set when we said yeah. um, uh, just... Um, Post-early Rose. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. It's good that they're adding... Because Big Finish are canon... I've never listened to one person, but but they are considered canon by the BBC and the writer Doctor Who. So it's nice that he's getting more stories now added to his, um, uh, you know, catalogue, whatever yeah. you will. Um, and it's I, I I yeah I know a lot of people have justified this, and I'm you know I I understand. I I'm still a bit confused about why he left, but. I understand. I I respect his decision, but I I just I I wish he'd come back for Day of the Doctor. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think John Hurt's fantastic actor. Rest in peace. And um, I, I think the, the, the Moffat, the way he slotted in the War Doctor, I think that just about worked. Yeah. I liked him in... Uh, I like really liked him in Day of the Doctor. I liked his chemistry with, with 10 and 11. I, personally, I thought they should have just used Paul McGann. Could have, yeah. I don't know yeah. why they didn't just... That little episode they had before the Day of the Doctor. You've seen that? The, yeah, of course, online. of course, yeah, yeah. That's great. I know. And he's great in it. And I'm just like, oh, Brilliant. man, you should have just... Maybe not just should have had him, but it would have been great if they'd had him as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, he's done loads of big finish. He's done more know, big yeah. finish than anyone else. Technically, he's the longest running Doctor because he's still doing big finish now. Yeah. So... Um, and up until that point, we ne- he hadn't had a regeneration. So, um, so, so yeah, I don't understand why they didn't just use why they just didn't just make the eighth Doctor the War Doctor. Yeah. He could have been the one that fought in the Time War. Yeah. Why they didn't? Why Moffat didn't do that? I don't know. Maybe it's got something to do with Big Finish. Maybe it's because he had done so much Big Finish, and there was no mention of of him being yeah, and it, it a being soldier. In the war, yeah. Um, but anyway, as much as I liked the War Doctor and I love Day of the Doctor, I do still. I wish it had been Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, I really wish. I mean, or he, him being in it. I'd love to have seen just him a cameo. With, uh, Ten and eleven. Yeah, I just yeah. I know they did sort of. They do that sort of when they do sort of show John Hurt starting to regenerate into. Oh yeah, you yeah. can just sort of see Christopher Eccleston's face mm. very subtly molding and then it cuts away doesn't it Um, but god I wish I'd I wish he'd come back I wish it had been the three of them I mean that would have just you know I mean I was literally jumping up and down on my bed uh, watching when that first aired oh I went to the cinema did you? yeah I went to Enfield cinema god no I wish I'd done that that was was really good no well my girlfriend at the time um, I don't think she'd have wanted to do that I mean I, I had to force her to watch it with me so um but um, I, I, normally I didn't watch it. I used to wait till um, Monday morning because I, you know, you'd spend all weekend together, and then yeah. and then I'd wait till Monday morning. She'd go off to work. I I would, uh, um, and I as soon as she left, yeah, bye. She'd, right, I play her. <laughs> I'd watched. Yeah, you know, first thing I do is watch Doctor Who. But um, uh, but I, 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 I'll put my foot down on this one. I said, I said, it's <laughs> on this one. It's the it's the it's the fiftieth anniversary. Uh, it's Day of the Doctor. David Tennant's coming back. We are watching Doctor Who. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I do wish um, I do wish Chris had uh, um, had come back. Um, well, maybe there's hope for the sixtieth. Maybe. I mean, it is ex- the fact that he's doing big finish is really exciting yeah because it does that's the first step isn't it, right? it exactly it's baby steps and um I know, I know 50 is big but i'm hoping that they do something for for the 60th which will be in well, two years so this is a bit controversial but um you i don't because it'll probably be chip <laughs> no i want them to do the 60th anniversary and yeah. i would love it i would love it if they brought back um all of them eccleston yeah. tennant smith capaldi um with Jody, although Jody might not be the doctor at that point. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. What I want is for that to be it. Yes, you have so, for yeah. now. Yeah, I just I, do the sixtieth. Make it amazing. Um, 
you know, if you're listening, Chris, please, God, please call Stephen and ask him <laughs> to help you. Um, and, um, and, and, and make an incredible, amazing multi-doctor adventure. Top, top day of the doctor. Yeah. You know, have cameos from, from everyone, everyone who's still alive. Bring Tom back, Colin, um, Sylvester, uh, you know, um, Paul, um, everyone, um, bring them all back, I say, and make it amazing, but then just end it, you know? Yeah, sure. It'll probably get rebooted again in like 15 years, but honestly, I really wish they'd stop now. It's, it's run its course. They're flogging a dead horse, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll have to see who they make the next one to be able to make that judgment. Yeah, I I agree, and that's a very that's a very sensible <laughs> way of thinking about it. But, but you're not into that. Well, look for me, it's not um, it's not it's not the I don't think that's relevant. It's not the Doctor. I'm not anti. I'm not. I, I'm not. I don't mind Jodie Whittaker. It's the terrible writing. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we, we've always been adamant that. Um, isn't it? I hate to be kind of bundled in with the the absolute wrecks who are just like, oh, it can't be a woman. That's not the case. Yeah, I agree. It's the fact that it's just not good writing. Like the, no, the episodes are not as memorable. The characters are not as memorable. The 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 monsters being made up are fucking awful. Um, the companions again just severely badly written honestly it's, it's garbage. not it's not the actors at all it's, no it's not I would, their fault i was absolutely buzzing to have bradley walsh on doctor Who. so was i love him to bits yep terrible and, and i was excited about jody yeah um but that but then it's just gone to shit and i was and i was hopeful for for chip chibnall as well i mean he wrote a couple of good tortured episodes he he wrote he wrote a couple of okay doctor Who episodes and they weren't memorable but they weren't they weren't bad yeah um but this is not good. But it's, it's honestly, it's garbage. And so, yeah, I would love it. You know, I would absolutely love it. I'd be buzzing if they brought in someone. You know, um, I don't know who. I mean, you know, let's be honest. It, 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 they did that John Bishop reveal, and oh. that was the. I know that was the most. How is that a reveal? Oh, it's oh you okay? So you've got a, a a mildly popular comedian as a new companion. How is that a big reveal? That's not a reveal. Introducing John Bishop, what as Steve to completely take this one eighty from that point where you saw the reveal of John Bishop. If you think all the way back to the first series, it's just chalk and cheese. Yeah, and there's no other way of putting it. Yeah, it's supposed to be the same show. It can change, obviously, yeah. and it's about change, isn't it? It's yeah. like the faces of the main character have to change every now and again. Yeah. So, but it's just it's just chalk and cheese at how good some of series one was. Yeah. It was critical in setting up what we have now, like you said. You know, it, you wouldn't have got ten, you wouldn't have got ten, eleven. You know, wouldn't have had the fiftieth anniversary without series one having as many good points as it as it had and now we're making a steady march towards the end when i wouldn't call it a steady march 
I would call it a slow crawl. Downhill. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I, I like the what's coming up next. I, but... I would call it, it, it's Leonardo DiCaprio on Ludes crawling out of the golf club <laughs> to his car in the Wolf of Wall Street. And everyone think, and him in his mind thinking it's fine. Yeah. That's the BBC. Yeah, that's Doctor Who now. And then the what reality of what actually happened, him like smacking into yeah. other cars and posts and stuff <laughs> exactly. like that. All the way. All right, all right, but... Um... All right, so uh, ratings. What for the favorite episode, or what? what oh, was that? Should we just do it for the whole series? Yeah, just do, just do an do overall series, series yeah. one. Yeah. So, okay, so it's going to be out of. Um, going to do the rating out of five Slovene eggs. Nice, nice. I was just, that was that's very out of that's very out of the box. Um, I like that. So I'm going to go for four and a half. Uh, that's being very generous, actually. I was going to do four, but because Christopher Eccleston is my favourite Doctor, it's getting an extra five. Nice. Point five, sorry. It's not getting an extra five, that'd be nine. But, so it's getting uh, 4.5 out of five Slovene eggs. What are you saying? Do you know what? I agree. Yeah? Um, I also... <laughs> what a change. Uh, well, I... What a I, change of pace. I, <laughs> I was also going to give it a f- uh, four Slovene eggs out of five. Yeah. But then I thought to myself... Uh, compared to, um, I think uh, compared to a lot of the other series, I think series one is is extremely good. I think it's like top three yeah. of the best series. Maybe at the end of this Doctor Who sub podcast, we should do like we should rate each series like one to ten. Yeah, um, in terms of you know overall. Quality. Oh yeah, so like a tiers list. So like going from the bottom to the top of yeah. like so I'm guessing it'll be out of fourteen, maybe out of fifteen by that point. Yeah, exactly. So but, but I so I think but I think series one is is like top three. So yeah, it's very yeah good uh, but I but I think five it's not a five, um, because it's it's um it's not perfect. So yeah, yeah. I agree. Four four and a half Slovene eggs out of five. Hmm. Yeah. It was fantastic as Nine would say. Um, well, you've been fantastic, and so am I. Oh, Nine.